This world shall know pain. Almighty push. Welcome to the Blur Buffet Podcast. Hey folks, how you doing? I'm Brian. And I'm Muffin. Welcome to another episode of the Blur Buffet Podcast. <laughs> quite thank you, quite thank you, quite thank you. Uh, today is going to be a very good episode. This is uh, another one of our discuss- discussions into, I-, I would say, a pretty relative new genre for myself. Um, it's the Battle Royale style anime. Uh, mainly Battle Royale in the sense that like, they're fighting for a prize, except for Duncan Rapper, which we will start off this episode talking about our view of Duncan Rapper. Um, we just watched part one, two, and no, just one and three. Wait, how 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 would it be phrased? Just one and three, because two is just a video game. Two being them focusing on the um, on the simulation of Class seventy seven. Yes. Okay. Uh, but yeah, after watching Duncan Rapper. It got me thinking, man, what did this stack up against other Battle Royale death animes that we've seen? And also, kind of going to talk about all the good things and bad things and how it should reflect in the culling game as it continues to come on in JJK and the manga and in the anime. Uh, first off, Danganronpa. Um, yeah, so, I actually, I've seen Muffin watch playthroughs of this game on, uh, on YouTube. Uh, the... I, I don't know how you explain this animation style. Basically, they're just like on screen. They're just like, you know, they're just an- animated on screen. And then the subtitles are like, you know, filling in the gaps. Uh, I'm pretty sure they didn't have voice actors. I can't remember because you were watching a famous YouTuber. She was doing a commentary herself. So I couldn't really tell you. They have tiny voice acting. Oh, okay. Yeah, I couldn't really tell you. but So like their automatic responses are voice acted, but like right. the actual dialogue of what people are saying mm-hmm. is typically just read by whoever's playing the game. Right, right, right. So yeah, just based on that alone, I, I was like half paying attention, never really interested in the show, even though I do love me a murder mystery, Detective Conan, uh, Erased recently, another pretty good watch of mine. Um, so yeah, you know, I decided to give it a try. Uh, there's one of those shows where I'm glad I continue watching the series because the ending of the first, the first one that we watched, which was following Class 78 in their death game, ending wasn't it, in my opinion. Ending was on the level of like uh, Attack on Titan, which we will see this year in October for one hour. Allegedly. After making it with a whole year, right? Um, endings are hard. Well, we set up once, we'll continue saying that. So, but hey. That's what made great animes great, bad animes okay, you know. Uh, that's why I don't think anything ever surprised Brotherhood. And if when it does, it will. But until then, it will not. So, get right into it. If you haven't seen or played Dung and Rava, pretty much basically just the introduction, they're in a murder game where it's like, okay, somebody's like, they're basically all trapped in their high school, trapped in the school, whatever. Um, and then. They call it a mutual killing game. A mutual killing game where basically they're coerced, coerced by like, you know, secrets getting revealed, anxiety, you know, all different types of, I guess, intangible things to make them want to kill each other, right? 
Not to mention the fact that, hey, you kill somebody, you get away with it because there's trials every time a body is found. You get to leave, right? Uh, hindsight being 2020, knowing the ending of this this particular season, I don't think leaving was all that was chopped up to be, right? It's like, oh, you leave and you get to go to the outside world. But we'll get into that, right? Um, how many how many students was it? Was it 12 students, 10 students? I can't quite remember the exact I think it started out with 12. Started out with 12, right? No. Started out with... 15 students. Really, that many? Yeah. You should get And the secret 16 student. Right, right, right. But despite the secret 16 student, I, I just, I just, I would just like to say I definitely enjoyed the different character, character traits, you know, from each character, you know, you know, different stereotypes of world, you know, you have your jocks, you have your pretty girls, you have your, your, your stone cold types, you, the stone cold silent types, you have your, you know, your muscle, your muscle girl, you know, ditzy girls, all, all different types and whatnot, right? Uh, well, I'm more, not not ruined it for me personally. It's just the fact that our main character, the guy we were following, he was very whiny in the beginning. But it was like he was whining throughout a, a good chunk He's of it. Whiny throughout the whole show. Uh, <laughs> even when it comes to his sequel, he's less whiny, but still whiny nonetheless. Um, I don't know when was the show created, like 20, uh, 2010s. Couldn't tell you, bro. Couldn't tell me. This sounds about right. Just point being is when I look at guys like Yuji. I don't think Yuji's that whiny. Is Yuji whiny? I, 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 JJK? Yeah. Hell no. Okay, yeah. Aaron's definitely not whiny. If anything, he's a little bit too. too. <laughs> Aaron used to be whiny. Now, Dom Rampa came out in 2013. That's right. what I thought. And, and then the, sec- the sequel came out in like 2018. Okay. And for people say they don't like Black Clover, uh, <coughs> God bless you, Black Clover, Asta yelling. He doesn't, I, don't, I, I never I understood. would take yelling over. He doesn't really. He, he doesn't really. I mean, he's just loud. He's just loud. He doesn't. I, I just don't get that. Uh, that criticism. But point being is, yeah, no more whiny characters, right? Unless you live in a world where it's whiny, whiny. Like Attack on Titan, I can understand Aaron being whiny in the beginning. Like literally, you have monsters, you know, fucking eating and chomping, you know, violently and vis- viscerally on the screen. No yeah, big deal. Yeah, his mom did nom Yeah. And and, not the yeah, yeah. I was just about to say that. <laughs> took the words out of my mouth but yeah so pretty much I like the characters the uh, it was funny now I don't know if this was a, a Crunchyroll thing or this other version that have it different but the blood on this show was pink I guess the, it's like a sensor type thing it, it was it wasn't that big of a deal because they were still some pretty some pretty uh, I think they just made a choice yeah some pretty gory scenes and whatnot. I mean obviously uh, the first death we got was the the, the the idol. I'm not even gonna call it the love interest of our main character. She's just the idol, like Muffin says. Basically, she chose a random person, if I remember correctly, and like she lowered them in. And she was gonna kill them and escape. You know, like I said, if you, if you kill somebody and you don't get caught, you get to escape. And she was gonna blame yeah. it on our main protagonist. I don't know if they even ever go into why she even chose Leon in the first place, because it doesn't. It really does feel like she just picked out right. a room and then slipped the note under the right. door to lure them in to possibly commit murder and he was like I ain't, I ain't gonna be murdered and killed right, right, right. defense but murder is murder in this right. world so. right, right, right. even if she did I, it, it, it's not, it doesn't really matter because the intent was to blame our main character and he was like oh, oh how could you do this to me like bro like stop it for one thing now we were friends and like yeah, you were friends, but you don't know that yeah, you yeah, were yeah, friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's another plot point that uh, you'll see later on. Oh, well, that we'll talk about later on how they were all friends. They all knew each other, but they had their memory memory wiped. We'll talk about more of that in the, uh, in the sequel, why the memories are wiped and whatnot. But basically, 
from a viewing standpoint, they knew each other for one episode, right? And if you to have this kind of reaction, like, bro, like, come on now, stop being whiny. Um, can't really tell you the orders of the other murders. I just remember, you know, one. So the first murder is the teen idol by Leon. Yes. The second murder is uh, the the computer nerd. Yeah. By the gang, the the gang member, the yeah. Pompadour man. Right. Yeah, Pompadour man. The third murder was a double homicide with the student council rep and I don't actually I don't think he's a student council rep. He's either a class president or he's like school hall monitor. Some right. shit like that. Like a prefect in Hogwarts. Yeah. Um he gets murdered and so does the big otaku chunky boy yes. who only likes 2D girls and makes that very very clear. Yeah, right. And, and so that's a double homicide committed by the fortune teller. And then the, right, the fortune teller. No, the fortune, the fortune teller. The dude with the dress. She doesn't Not the fortune teller. She, she, she was a witch. I, I don't what know. What was her thing? I thought she was pretending to be psychic. Possibly. I don't know. She, she was your gothic chick essentially. Your um, goth lowly. Yeah. Right. And the fourth murder was actually what suicide. Yeah. Was a locked room. A lot of air quotes murder. Locked room murder. Right. Um, called turned that. out to be a suicide. Yeah, and man. it's a suicide, so there's no murder. But they do, um, because after Ogami kills herself, yeah, they find out that the oh, her best friend is just trying to make them all die out of anger mm. because half of them attacked Ogami and she thought she deserved better. And she did. She absolutely did. Um, but what you gonna do when the chicks are bold? Right, yeah, Beat yeah, her over yeah, the yeah, with the glass bottle. Exactly, yeah. They attacked <laughs> her. Now, she welcomed it. Like, not in like an a, oh, she did it to herself type thing. Like, she literally gave them opportunity, in my opinion, to, you know, because she can take it. She's like, oh, I, I can take your abuse. Like, go ahead, do what like, you gotta them do. Like, hitting her would have made them even in her eyes. Right, because she was the mole, but she was a mole because she was being blackmailed herself, right? Yeah, um, and at the end of the day, they're all being blackmailed, so I'm just like, I don't, whatever. Well, Anywho, the fifth murder is by a mystery, is not by, is done to a mystery student that no one had ever met before. Mm. Um, but they use that fifth murder in order to discover the mystery behind the school. And obviously, we're clearly in full spoiler territory um it's the murder is the 16th student and they pin that shit on our main character makoto nayagi um there's a detective all throughout this shit she's just like yeah she essentially frames him for murder saves him from being incinerated with the help of this uh, with the help of the 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 dead cyber geek Mm -hmm. uh and now that i'm saying it all out loud and (laughs) summarizing it this is a bad shit insane show Mm. <laughs> so they they save our main character and then they you know they attack Monokuma they're just like hey man we need to know what the fuck is going on why won't you why are you making us kill each other we will no longer play your game we choose hope over despair mm. and the mastermind reveals themselves to be a chick that we thought was dead in the second episode. Right, right. Uh, but that actually was never murdered. So nobody ever bothered to investigate her body. Right. They never got her case file because the case files can't lie. Mm. Uh, any evidence that is presented to them in through their various investigations are hardcore facts. Because the mastermind doesn't really care if they lose. Right. They just want to see chaos happen. And I fucks with it. Right. I like a bad guy who's just a bad guy to be bad. 
Right. Okay. And that's pretty much what this boils down to, right? Like like I said, you get pretty good detailed kills. Um, I know you said we have 15 characters. We only mentioned like maybe five people getting murdered. One of them gets quote-unquote murdered, because, like, just like you mentioned, because you can't attack the little demon bear that's operating it, right? She attacked demon bear, and he killed her. So that's, that's one death right there. We had three people, I think, losing in trials. Um, so they died in that fashion. We have the, the gothic chick. We have the pompadour dude. And we had the... Who was the first one? We had... Uh, the baseball guy. The baseball guy, right. So that, that pretty much even out the numbers there. Uh, so it gets down to the point where the kills are great. The mystery is great. The trial aspect, in my opinion, didn't get played out because, granted, it was like only about 12 episodes. So it wasn't really overdone. It was a nice niche to fall back on. Now, if it won 30 episodes, then yes, I already see how it would have gotten overplayed and overdone. And it didn't really do that at all when it came through the second part. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's well-paced. I can't speak for the game, the game-only game of the of the series. But for the third part that we watch, there was no like you know case-like setting, which is fine. No big deal there. But kind of find out after everything that happened, uh, I think four people survived being the main character, Naegi, the detective Chief Muffin mentioned, this rich boy, rich boy, uh, this random guy. No, six, there are six survivors from class 78. It's Byaki Togami, uh, Genocider Show, which is a psychopath. <laughs> oh, right, right. Uh, serial killer who yeah. surprisingly kills no one. Um, Hagakure, the fortune teller dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asahina, the high school level swimming talent. Right. Kirigiri, the high school level detective. And Makoto Naegi, the high school level hope. Right. So those are our six survivors from Class 78. And we follow them into the future. They, don't, they aren't very clear how much time has passed. But enough for them to be combating despair, but not enough for them to be successful at it. Right. <laughs> um... So season three, the way this, how do you tell me how you feel about the way that this anime is set up? Because we get we get the original story, game one, right. and then we go straight to quote unquote season three, and it's a weird as fuck watching order. Right. It's it's weird. It's weird if you just let Crunchyroll, which we watched it on, just like you know, play it in an order because how this show does it, it breaks it up into what they call future arc and what they call despair. No, future arc and they call hope arc. Right. The, no, uh, it's. This future despair, yeah. It's future despair, and then the very last episode is hope. Yeah, right. So the future arc obviously is when out uh, the class that we currently watch. Yeah, one of the class we watched the first time. You know, dealing with the aftermath of their actions, right? And then you have the the despair arc, is what you go back in the flashback with the class before them, class seventy seven, and figure out how all this stuff got set into motion, right? So. It's very weird watching, and maybe one day if we're bored, we got nothing to watch. We may watch it in just a you know back and forth, back and forth, back and forth order to see what it's all about, see if it's really a, a big difference. But for us, we were told to watch the first episode of the Future Arc, which we did. So we saw basically our survivors from the previous show that we watched. Then we watched all eleven of the Despair Arc. Right. The- and then, and that's entirely for Class Seventy Seven before the world has even gone to shit. Right. Before the Seventy Eighth Class is even. <laughs> Invited to yeah. the high school, right? Like they just they just don't exist for us quite yet, mm. and it's just this happy slice of life season that I'm just like, I really fuck with it, 
And then it just gets sinister. Right. Towards the end. Because at the very beginning, it's like they're in like their third term right before a break is going to happen. And then summer break happens. And then we get introduced to Junko Inoshima, who is our mastermind from Class 78, the first season of Danganronpa. Right. And then you're just like, oh shit. This is her before she enacts her crazy ass plan. Right. And then you get to see it all build up. And I feel like if we had seen episode one of the whole, the future arc, mm-hmm. all 11 episodes of the despair arc, mm-hmm. and all 13 episodes of Donald and Rob of the animation, mm-hmm. and then the future arc, I feel like that's my ideal way to watch it. Wait, so say that again? What? Say the whole thing again. <laughs> we start with episode one of the the future arc. Okay. Of season three. Okay, so, so the first thing you'll see is basically them in the future world trying trying to combat the despair that's already taken over the earth, right? Yeah, they, so they uh, the first episode of that season, you get introduced to the world very quickly, very briefly. Mm. You enter into a dark room and you have people sitting around a, a table. Right. We get that they're all like branch executives or whatever, and they're trying to make a decision. You introduce the main character from Danganronpa and he is being accused of doing something terrible to the remnants of despair Mm. like being on their side we can't believe that the man that we've worked with over the past however many years has been Mm. is actually a remnant of despair he's got to be on their side he's the reason why we're not making any progress and bringing hope back into the world how dare he fade to black when shit explodes and one of the people that we saw at the beginning is dead in the chandelier right. and a new killing game has begun. Right, right. That's over. That's over. So basically, go, so basically we're going with the path of how do we get here type thing. Yes. Like, you know, how like the introduction of Deadpool was, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah, so go ahead, continue. So and then, then, so then you do a complete 180. You do 11 episodes of Happy Go Lucky but with sinister under- undertones mm-hmm. because we see the chick who literally just died is now becoming a homeroom teacher. Yes. To this new class. She's wrangling up her students. We're introduced to their talents, who they are, their friendships that they have, mm-hmm. yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Six episodes go by, summer break, all that. Everybody's happy to have their class back together. But there is conflict between the untalented students. Yes. They're just like, we're paying all this money to go here. We deserve special treatment. Right. There's resentment towards this special class that we've just seen bond and be happy right. together. And, I, and, I, and, I, and that's, that's one thing I will shout out real quick for for an 11 episode arc. What you mentioned, they squeeze a lot in there. A, a lot. A lot in a good way. You you get a good amount of tension between, like you said, the non talented and the talented students. And unlike the Dunka the Rampa uh, animation, the one that we watched the first time, the titles of their students matter. Right? It matters more than in the other show. Right? It'd be like oh. Uh, High school level gangster, you know, he plays out as a character. High school level uh, mechanic, high school level chef, high school level, you know, wrestler, high school regular gymnast. Like, they all play out in their character, character arts, high school level gamer. Like, it all plays out and how to interact with each other. So, like, the whole slice of light element on top of the kind of, kind of like sci fi ish, really not really sci fi in the sense that, like, they're using technology. They're using technology to, to their the, advantage. And there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of uh, suspending your disbelief, right? Because once we dive into, like, we're really caused the, I guess, the epidemic, it's kind of like, what? But at the same time, it's like, just, 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 just go along with it, right? Just go along with it. But, 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 but continue. Continue your explanation. So you got your six episodes of happy bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then you introduce, and at this point, we wouldn't know who Junko Inoshima is. Right. 
all we see is this big blonde bimbo popping up at the airport talking about like doing weird crazy fucking voices because we're yeah. watching it in dubbed right and and just like wondering like okay are we now following the next class where are we going with this and then she just starts making her connections nice. breaking into uh like uh faculty offices and shit mm. knowing that she has blackmail on the board mm. and her and her sister like when Juko Inoshima and is introduced, her twin sister is also introduced like five minutes later. They're in the limo ride, and Juko Inoshima is straight up trying to stab her twin sister. All right. Why are you trying to chew my book? Go away. Uh, so, like, she's already trying to commit murder. All right. Like, what the fuck? All right. What, what, she was, no, 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 no. Here's in a, like a loving way. Yeah, here's a little twist. The the chick doing the stabbing, she was, she was trying to see, I guess, if her sister's skills are still, you know, top notch. I think it's been a while. Yeah, because her twin sister is the ultimate soldier. Yes, and then the sister trying to get, or not trying to get stabbed, attempting to dodge the stabs. She sees it as like, oh, my sister still loves me type thing because they have, they, they both have a weird kink of wanting to feel despair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you'll see that the chick uh, Jinko Inoshima, she wants to fail. She wants to succeed to the highest point and then fail because she's got like the biggest orgasm for like oh despair. Oh, it feels so good to lose like like type thing. So keep that in mind if you uh, do decide to watch this particular anime. But continue. So banking on the untalented students' resentment towards the talented class, Jinko Inoshima decides let's let's cause a little bit of chaos. Meanwhile, in the background, the higher up and the, the school that they're all going to, I realize we haven't even said it yet, is called Hope's Peak Academy. Mm-hmm. Their board, essentially, has been recruiting for the last however many years that the school has been open, the world's greatest talents. Because mm-hmm. they want a unified leader to be representative of all the hope in the world. Like, this is the one person every single individual on the planet can look up to because yeah. he can do everything and he will not they fail. They should the student class president of the world. Essentially, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so they kidnap uh, an untalented student. Uh, kidnap, no. I think he, like, signed up for it. I, I didn't get that vibe. I, I, I got that vibe. Like, he... Well, yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Yeah, so... They, they approach an untalented student. He makes a deal with him. He agrees to become the world, the, the most ultimate hope there is because he has been untalented and he his parents paid a whole fuck ton of money for him to go to this school just for him to feel not special. Uh, that really makes me lose all sympathy that I have for this man. Yikes. Um, so they've been experimenting on him underground over the course of the summer break and whatnot. Um... And then he rises from the ashes, like like Jesus. I don't know. The hair is long. He has abs. I don't get it, really. Whatever. I don't. It's a lot. Yeah, if you're wondering right about it, how they're <laughs> affording to do said experiment, it is because of the tuition paid by the regular students. Yeah, it's like a, a hundred regular students for uh, and, and ten talented students yeah it's like 100 to 10 ratio so more like a 10 to 1 ratio essentially yeah for every one talented student you got 10 people paying tuition by the by the talented students don't pay anything they're all on scholarships they're all on scholarships they get to go there for free and harness their talents and do whatever the fuck they want pretty much i'm like i get it fair sure um shit how do i continue to tell this story well like well, <laughs> the, the, the takeoff of what you 
the take off of what you were saying, you say that the one t- untalented student that agreed to the experiment, he basically rises up. He has every type of skill you can think of, right? And these are the kind of skills you're looking at. He's able to do, he's like, so high school level mechanic, he's very good with machines. High school level gymnastic, very flexible. High school level wrestler, very good at combat. Yeah, high, yeah. high school level, high school level luck. He's very like, one. you know, the kids in school who's like, don't try, but always get straight A's. Yeah, he's very lucky in that aspect. Yeah, so he's, when you can do everything mm-hmm. it's like what's the point exactly so he's and that's just his this, dilemma. and that's his dilemma because he's just like i have every skill i could possibly need to possess as a human being where do i go from here what hope do i like what hope do i have of improving myself or why should i continue living when like i'm already at the pinnacle right and i'm just like jesus christ Yes. All right. So he bumps into Julia Nishima yes. while he's locked in the cage, and she broke into the secret facility and yada yada yada. So more low, she <laughs> she ran, she she busts into his home, then he bumped into her. He was saying, "Mama's been sitting there chilling." Yeah, and Julia and, and Nishima's just like, "Hey, fancy man." Yeah, pretty much. Hey, talented, sexy man. And he proceeds I mean, he to like everything. he proceeds to like to like smack her unconscious, like a one a one thing. Yeah. But hey, when you wake up, come find me. Because basically, at this point, like Muffin says. He's contemplating, what do I do with all this skill? Do I basically rule like a tyrant? Do I give hope throughout the world? Or do I do nothing? Because, like, what's the point? You know what I'm saying? So, like, he gets convinced to basically follow Jinko's logic of, you know, imposing despair, right? So, uh, you want to continue the explanation? Or yeah, because essentially we have a blank slate who can do whatever the fuck he wants. And Jinko Nishima is just like, listen, let's run an experiment. You can do anything that you could possibly think of. You don't know whether to do it for good or bad because they haven't programmed you that way. Mm. But let me see if I can turn you over to my side of despair mm. and be my ultimate tool in ruining the world. So she devises an experiment. She summons the entire student council full of untalented students to a, a midnight clandestine meeting. And then she rolls in a, a rolly cart full of VHS tapes, mm. weird, um, that has all kinds of incriminating evidence on these people's families or their own secrets. Right. And they're just like, we can't let this get out. And she's like, listen, if you don't want me to leak any of this shit that I have on these tapes here to the world, you got to kill each other. Right. Also, if you're wondering how many walking that many secrets be a thing, not all of them are secrets, some of them are just like, hey, it's a picture of your family being, you know, kidnapped or tortured you know what I'm saying it's, yeah and sometimes it's your dad fucking his secretary yeah so like, like the first chick who makes the move the first death in the student council it's just shown that her her parent, mom and siblings have been kidnapped yeah kidnapped right so she kills one of the students like saying yeah they're gonna kill us all and they're gonna kill my family you're my friend but yeah I, I, like, I gotta do this for me exactly so so in the end that entire classroom of like 20 kids slaughter each other mm-hmm. Just fucking brutally. And Junko Inoshima has been recording it the entire time. Right. And then she frames Hinata, right? Jesus boy? Uh. No, I don't. Possibly. It felt like she framed him. Right. And that's the video that she teams up with the high school level anime, uh, ultimate animator. Uh. To make a brainwashing video to induce despair. Right. But it's just... Yeah, this is this where... This world is insane. This is where it kind of gets like, okay, suspend your disbelief. Because literally, just like Muffin says, he's an he's a manga slash animator type thing. So 
using the video she made of the death game combined with his ability to like make people you know want to read his manga and watch his anime they create a brainwashing video right don't think too hard about it just know that basically this this video is like oh my gosh these are the best of the best of the untalented these are the student council killing each other over for whatever reason like how can how can you know our brightest future our younger students you know commit the lowest of the lowest crimes exactly and just like, hey, what ha- what hope do you have if oh, you're not, not even on their level? Right. And they've already succumbed to this. Right. And then now, 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 now I remember. But she did frame uh, uh, Hinata because frame Hinata, and also she also leaked to the world like, yeah, all you regular students paying parents paying their hard money for this. This is what it's going to creating creating this kind of monster. Yeah. And he basically made the whole entire student muscle student council kill themselves. And you're funding it, regular people. So that creates a, a revolt on top of the brainwashing. So all the regular students, mind you, 10 to 1 ratio, they all go to the special part of this campus because they're separated, and they start revolting, right? They start wanting to kill all of them. Not not our, not our class that we follow currently, but, you know, the rest of the off-screen people, right? So like killing them all, and they start to revolt. And on top of all that, you know, they're brainwashed, they're angry. So, yeah, that's how the big revolt at the school happens, right? So... Once all that happens, she then, this this, this, this this one gets real crazy. She then somehow uses her brain her brainwashing ability, powers or whatever, to create another video to make all those said rampaging students kill themselves. Yep. Like, c- commit suicide, and then thus films that, and then sends it to the rest of the world. Yep. So it's like, okay, despair on top of despair. You have, I guess, quote-unquote, the minority in the situation being coerced to kill the special and then them offing themselves, which just creates a whole bunch of chaos in the rest of the world. So the, the rest of the world now falls into despair. And now they want to just, you know, kill and attack each other because, like... Because Hope's Peak Academy has framed itself as, like, this shining beacon for the future. Right. Send your kids here to get top-tier education, even mm-hmm. if they don't have a special talent. They We can cultivate this in them mm-hmm. because we already have, like, 30 or so scholarship students who are all at the peak of their every of their specialty. Like, don't you want to be close to greatness? Give us all your money. It's absurd. So when the world is just like, hey, isn't this that really awesome, amazing school? Oh shit, they're committing murders. I don't think there's anything worse you can do. Should we really like give a fuck about their mission statement? Like, you're right. not bringing hope. All you're doing is causing these poor kids to harm themselves and making them live up to your unrealistic expectations and now they're committing murder against each other or committing mass suicide right. we should despair <laughs> pretty much because like in this world and just like i probably guess probably also like in uh other countries because like united states we have multiple universities you can go to right the only skills but in countries like japan the countries like you know across the across the ocean and whatnot they make it seem like they have like a handful of like top universities if you want to make anything of yourself you go to these universities. They don't have any fancy names. It's just like... We kind of have that here. Kind of, but really it's not. It's the right? Ivy League schools. But they've yeah. lost their stigma because yeah. so much gross shit is happening on their... Like, they're just shiny turds at this point, And we know that. Well, yeah, but the Ivy League school always had, to me, a, a connotation of, like, upper-class, high-brow. Not necessarily, uh, I guess, social or political or economic uh, uh, success type. Yeah. Well, no, I mean like not, not progression. It's just like they're born. They're born into it. It's like a 
It's like if you're rich, whether you dumb or not, you're going to Ivy League school. You know oh, what I'm saying? I see. Rather than like, like for instance, remember in uh, like in Death Note when you. But both- that's essentially what Hope's Academy did. Hope Speak Academy did. I guess, but also they allow. Either you're super talented and deserve to be at this Ivy League school, or you have enough power and connections and you get to go anyway. Yeah, but usually, but remember the regular students they got to pay. But Ivy League students usually, if if you're they mom- have to pay, huh? They have to pay. What? They're paying out the wazoo. Who? Regular as Ivy League people. Well, I know though. <laughs> but like, point being is, you're not gonna have. Let's say you're not gonna have a two parent household both for a nine to five, sending their kid to Ivy League school who doesn't have any kind of academic or any kind of like extracurricular prospect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But in this case, yeah, you could be dumb as dumb. You got money, we we can send you there, right? Type thing. So, but like, I feel like otherwise you're gonna be a waste of society because, and I guess in Japan, I'm just speculating here, maybe. Being a bigger waste and not contributing to society is a bigger deal. Oh, absolutely. Over here, right? You know what I'm saying? So, like, over that's here. Why they, that's why their conviction rate is so, like, staggering. Right. And, like, their their punishments are so strict. Right. Because, like, it's it's a great deterrent. Like, you're not going to go fucking vandalize when you could just be sitting in a terrible prison cell for like over a year. Right. Now granted, their prison conditions are still way better than America's prison conditions. Right. So like... Well, because at the end of the day, it's <laughs> all about trying to make them all... I, I don't, I don't say robots, all making them uh, contribute to society. And whether that may be like all of them do the same things, you know, it, it is what it is. Rather than the land of America, right? Like, oh, you can do what you want to do to make as much money as you can, no matter who you offend or who you step over type thing, right? But at the same time, we're going to present a situation where here, here's the key to success. And really, not really, it's not foolproof. But while you may have failed or succeeded in this path of success laid out for you, now you're in debt, which is going to create a circle, like a circle of life to where, like, we have you where we want you type thing. But we're getting off track. We're getting off Completely track. Completely off track. But point being is, so the world's in despair now, right? And how Muffin, how Muffin explained the order of watch so far. We would see the world go to shit and then we would meet the 78th class. Right. That we've seen briefly in that 11 episode arc. Mm. And we would know what's waiting for them outside. Mm. But they have no fucking clue. So it's just like it does clue you into the fact that their memories must have been taken before that Mm. is revealed towards the end. But you know, they're just like, we don't know each other. All of this has happened. Then the mu- uh, new mutual killing game has started. And then when Junko is in that first episode and she dies like that, mm. what the fuck? Yeah, I, I I think that's the, not the issue, but like the conundrum of what you want in your viewing experience, right? Do you want the obvious perpetrator of all of this stuff dying in the first episode of what you're watching? Or would you... But it wouldn't be in the first episode that we're watching. Well, we will well, already have seen 12 well, episodes. Well, well, yes, but... but you you would you would assume well you would kind of know this is a f- you would you would assume this is either a flashback or a flash forward you know what I'm saying like because like if you if you're watching like like what we said about the Hope's Peak Academy going to shit and then you're watching a 78 class do their death game you see Junko either you're assuming okay this is before she fucked up the world or this is after she fucked up the world and if it's after she fucked up the world that's kind of a big spoiler in my opinion because like. You can kind of justify yourself thinking, oh shit, we get to leave this crazy place. And if I don't know that the outside world is, if I know the outside world is shit, then it kind of, for me as a viewer, kind of lowers my, like, my stakes. Well, yes, I'm a fucking, I'm fuck, yes, I'm a not kill anybody and just stay in here. I don't want to leave because outside is worse. You know what I'm saying? I get, I think, I think I would want my audience to believe that, hey, staying in here is actually a good option than going out in the outside world. There's a reason why. Yeah, and 
having watched the 11 episodes, you would believe that the right thing to do is to stay there and not want to get out. Right, but, 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 but if I feel like you know what's waiting for you as a viewer, then I just feel like all this killing is kind of pointless. And like, you, yes. No, no, no. It's pointless, pointless, and it's killing and pointless and watching it. Because you, I'm just gonna be angry. Like, come on, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, I, I don't, I, I don't want to know. I don't want to have the information. You I guess you see what I'm saying? Because like, the whole entire time, I'm thinking, okay, they're killing each other to escape. Cool. I think I'm biased because this is like my third rewatch. Of oh, it. well, that's fine. This is on my first watch. So I just, I just feel like, okay, they're killing. Like, I just shake my head in shame when they just right. start committing murders again. Because I'm just like, man, y'all don't know. Y'all had it good out here. I would have never left this place. But I would have lived here it, forever. And as a, <laughs> and as a, as, a, as another layer, of like, what the fuck? When you finally get to really realize at the end, like, you ever seen that movie, The Mist? You ever seen that movie? I don't believe so. Well, basically, you know, the mist monsters are happening, you know, shit's going to shit. And then this guy, they, when they realize, like, five people in a car, and they realize, oh, we're not escaping this. He mercy kills four of them, you know, they have four bullets left in his gun, including his son, and then steps out the car to, you know, to basically suicide himself. And he steps out the car, the army is, like, burning and taking out all the monsters. So they're, they're winning. They've won. But he just killed four people in a car. You know what I'm saying? Jesus Christ. Yeah. So it's like I like that. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> oh shit, you won the game, you defeated the spare. Go outside. Oh, <laughs> like maybe staying inside. You know this is why I don't leave. The- yeah, that that type thing. You know. So I mean, personally, I would rather watch what you said, but the animation one first, and then the future. So how we watched it? How we watched it, but the only difference is. Yeah, how we watched it, bit, pretty much. <laughs> Except the very, very first episode would have been the first episode of the future. I would have liked the, like, how do we get here type thing, right? Yeah. That's the only difference. But what you said is fine. It just, like, there's a world where I can see that you think that Junko, this is, this is pre her fucking up the world. And then seeing her die is like, what the actual fuck? And then, then at that point, you might think, wait, well, maybe this is after she fucked up the world. Which will create more chaos and more questions. But there's also a chance, like you said, you realize, like, hey, why are you guys killing each other? Outside where it's fucked up. If you're set on knowing that this is a continuation of the story rather than a, a, a flashback. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That information has to be, you know, that's key to your viewing experience, in my opinion. But, but continue on. What was I supposed to be continuing on? Well, you know. If you want to explain, oh, did we already explain the animation, the first one we watched? We kind of did. Yeah, we did. We kind of did. So, like, that would be the order in which you watch the events, basically. And then you move on to the Hope arc, where it's... Oh, we didn't all, explain the future arc. Like, the, the future arc, my yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, And then it's, um, it's the survivors of the 78th class, the homeroom teacher that we meet in the Despair arc, mm. the security guard that we meet in the Despair arc, and the class president that we briefly meet in the despair arc. Mm. Everybody who shows up in the in the um, future arc, with the exception of the under, I don't know what to call them. Just like previous high high school Hope Speak high school alumni. Yeah, yeah. we've met before. Right. There's only like three that we've never ever seen before. Yeah. We continue on with the future arc, and that's the chick in the wheelchair. Yeah. That's the. Big beefy dude with the, who the looks like a chia boy. pet with the, the squeaky, squeaky voice. voice, and the, the ox, ox guy. Yes, that's pretty much it. That's it. Everybody else we met or seen at least. Uh, so they have no choice but to enter into another killing game because they believe that uh, one of them is is a mole, mm. and everybody is suspicious of Nayagi because like they're just like you. 
rescued all of the remnants of despair, put them on a secluded island that can't nobody get to, and now and now you're doing what? Like, what the fuck are you doing with them? Are you on their side? Why did you save right. them? What are you doing? And, and Aggie's just like, I have hope that they can change. Right, and by the way, Big it, eye roll. We, we, we mentioned the remnants of despair a couple of times, but then we explain exactly who they the are. The remnants of despair are class 77... Uh, the talented class. The not, talented not, class. Not the class that murdered each other. That obviously. has been brainwashed into despairing and destroying the world. They, after they quote unquote graduated by faking their deaths, yeah. they they go out into the world and use their talents for the worst. Because you have like the ultimate princess. <sighs> she rules a country mm. after leaving Hope's Peak Academy right. and just uses that country to destroy the fucking world she just starts conflicts with mm. other major countries with ecological results because like you're you're deploying nukes and shit right what exactly. imagine if a princess of sweden was just like hey man sweden's not neutral no more we we know how to make the world how to make world peace happen mm. follow us right. and then proceed to so chaos around the globe yeah, in the much. name of world peace because they keep failing in these conflicts. Right. But they're instigators. Mm, yeah. It's great. Exactly. And then you got the the high school level gangster who just goes in and looks like murders Congress. Yeah. Like that's what that room looks like. And then you have the high school level mechanic who just is building robots. Yeah. That is go that are murder bots. Right. They're going around and killing people. Mm. Um, there's a spinoff of the Donnarumma games that follows Nike's sister, mm. and we saw that in one of the episodes where yeah, she has to fight those fucking robots because right. they kill on sight. Right. It's oh my god. Yeah, like you said, the fifteen or fourteen or whatever the number is different students with high talents are going around the world, influence the world on the on the quote unquote name of hope. But really, it's so in despair. You know what I'm saying? And also, like, 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 like I said before, it's definitely the uh, they have the video package to like you know help with the brainwashing and whatnot because like. And I'm- what cinch the brainwashing for Class Seventy Seven is that they watched the original student council murder themselves. Mm. They watched the video of all those students committing suicide, mm. and then they watched their class rep who brought the entire class together in those happy go lucky episodes. Mm be brutally murdered. Right. Like, in a devastating, heartbreaking turn. Mm. And they're just... And they're brainwashed. They're under Junko's thumb now. And right. they're gonna go out into the world and fuck it up. Right. Under Junko's thumb, but really under the thumb of the teacher, who's also under Junko's thumb. But, like, we don't... Like, she, she does a good job at, like, pretending like, yeah, she's under despair, she's not in despair. You know what I'm saying? So she sends her students out, like, in the world. Like, yeah, she can do this, you know... B- and like basically, you know, they believe in her because she will galvanize the class together. So they're kind of under her spell as well. Like even though Junko's put the teacher under her spell type thing. Excuse me. But at this point, we also have to. This is where we don't see it. If you want to play the video game, it explains it more. This is the people. The people who trapped those remnants of despair on the island and doing the simulation. Isn't that it, it's it's Hinata, right? Like like what's his role in all that? He's the remnant of despair. He, he's on the island being brainwashed too. Uh, it it was Nayagi's team. They captured all the remnants of despair one mm. by one, put them on the island, and created the I forget what they call the simulation, mm. but it's it's a new world order kind of thing. And they rewrite their brains to make them remember how it felt to just have a normal school life. Mm. Unfortunately, Junko and Nishima is virtual. 
Um, and she hijacks their school life and makes them do another murder game within the simulation. All right. But they come out on the other end as, as good guys, but not too many people, if anybody knows in the world that the remnants of despair are no longer, you know, on the despair side. Yeah. Until like the very end. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty much the future arc, you know, you see a lot of murdering. You see a lot of murdering of like, mind you, the people that we met before, like Muffin said, a security guard from the school who was underneath the student council president. Same thing with the teacher. Hate him. We meet the, uh, what was the old man? What was his official title? He was the previous Hope Speak Academy chair. Yeah, you have him. You have his right. Oh, you have the current principal's right hand man, the dude with the hat. Who I like so much because he has a hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you also have three students who were expelled because of shenanigans. You're like their shenanigans is just they're not important, but just know that basically it created a rift between two out of the three or one out of the three. All three. All three. All three. Kind of. Because, like, two of them are dating, right? Yeah. The other girl hates the other two because they feel like, oh, you got me expelled. And they feel like, oh, well, you did it to us, yada, yada, yada. There's, like, a whole whole backstory thing going on there. But the whole kicker out of the future arc essentially is that there's no person doing the murdering, unlike in the first one. They are committing all committing suicide. And, like, they're all doing it because they all get to see this video playing that basically puts them in despair to the point where just like the student the regular students who kill themselves after causing havoc they kill themselves as well right because allegedly um the mastermind behind this new game all he wanted was that was proof that despair can't always win and everybody who he gathered had the most to fight for they spent the most time fighting against the remnants of despair Mm -hmm. yada yada and he devises a new game to be like, if anybody can make it through watching one of these videos, we all win because right. hope has prevailed again. Like we've lost our purpose. We're no longer getting things done. And this is a really fucked up way to go about it. It is because for, for, for all of the purpose that he fails, when you really think about it, the only reason why his plan succeeds is because, um, it's because of a couple of things. Number one, the, the council president suspects Naegi the whole entire time, right? So him suspecting Naegi, he he basically... Um, it's so discord among all of them. They yes. created factions within their team. And then the the vice president of the, the Hope... What do they call themselves? The Future Foundation. That's yeah. what they call themselves. Right. The Future Foundation. He's just like, you know what? Can't be no despair if nobody's alive. Right. So he decides, I'm going to kill everybody in my way. Yeah, pretty much. So that would have failed that. Number two is the fact that his sword, I, I'm going to agree with you when me and Muffin watched it. The dude's sword, who, who he killed his close friend security officer, was basically like a some kind of like heated sword. So it went straight through him, but since it heated, it like cauterized the wound. Yeah, so he wasn't bleeding out and dying. He wasn't bleeding out and dying. Point being is he was there to basically, because wasn't he the one who like, Woke up Naegi. Like, 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 what was his role in Naegi not killing himself? I think he tackled him. Yeah, he, he, ta- he, he stabbed himself. Yeah, he tackled him. So if he wasn't there, he wasn't alive. Naegi would have He would have felt to despair as well. And then you know his whole old man's plan would have never worked. Now, granted, I, are we to assume that the old man putting it all together? Did he also create the the bagels? I mean, the wrist, wristbands. I don't know why they call them whatever they call them. The little wristbands. Yeah. It's interesting how he chose those rules for for everybody because like his rule of like not telling a lie 
And like, they need to know that the president will ask him a line of questioning that, like, you know, kind of edge him towards the truth type thing. Yeah, because I, at the end of the day, he wanted them to succeed. And he didn't answer with a lie. He straight up said, every last one of us right. is a remnant of despair. We've all been tainted by it. Look at the world we've been forced to live in for like the last however many years. Right. I really wish they would give me a fucking answer on how long it's been. Right, right, right. Um, because like we've seen a flashback, he himself also, I mean, for despair is control as well. But I guess somehow he's a, he was able to be not despaired enough to... He's never up. under despair's control. Well, they made it seem that when he had the video that he... He never watched. Oh, okay. Well, nonetheless, it seemed like he did a lot. And honestly, like I said, if it wasn't for the security guy still being alive, Nagy would have killed himself. And then everyone would have killed themselves. And then, uh... Well, scratch that. Because, like... He wanted everybody in the Future Foundation to kill themselves so the high school-level <laughs> animator would release his video. Right. Of hope to brainwash the world and take away free will. Yeah. Which, like, maybe just ask him yeah. next time. Maybe just take the video. See, 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 next this, time. this is why I said the <laughs> episode ending hard because, like, you did all of this killing game just to make one guy convinced to release his free, uh, eliminating free will video to save the world. Whereas, like, you could just ask them or just maybe t- t- took it from them. Like, no, we got to give them a choice. Like, no, you don't. Like, look, look, look at the world of shit. You don't have any other choice, right? And, like, at the end of the day, I don't know how many people died in the Despair world arc. But unlike Attack on Time, we know 80% of the world destroyed. So it's like, oh, we give, you know, we give armor to them that choice. Like, well, 80% of the world was killed. So did they really do anything? No. Um, so I really wish they gave us that number because that whole ending part was kind of like a flat ending to me. It doesn't like drag down a whole entire show, but like I said, endings are hard. And because you kind of wrote yourself into a tough situation, you have such good writing, how does it pay off? So how do you think the show should have ended it, in your opinion? Muffin? Well, I like the ending. You like the ending? Like, I'm so, I'm so, you liked it how, so you would have kept the whole old man doing all this just to have one guy release a video? Yeah. Mmm... Honestly, I would have had it to... I'm like, there's obviously a plot hole, but I'm like, I'm not mad at it. All right. I would have not... I would have liked, honestly, all that happens, the, the, the security guy can still tap on IE, prevent from stabbing himself, but then the rest, like... But then, at this point, all of the despair uh, people found the, found, the, found the building that they were in They come and finish the job, right? And then, at the same time, you have remnants of despair coming to save the day, we got the big fight battle at the end, but I would rather have a come down on that, them just throwing hands, bing, bang, boom, and then the remnants of despair, you know, you know, helping to helping win the day. And that's it. There's no brainwashing video because at the end of the day, what did that really accomplish? Because mm-hmm. like what did that really accomplish in brainwashing the rest of the world? Despair is over, but but at the cost of free will. I guess, but we don't see that play out, so why does it matter? We could just have them push back the last piece of despair because they mentioned at the beginning of that season that this, they're, they're winning they're quote unquote winning right like yeah. despair hasn't made the, 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 the move in a while Jinko is dead so like really what's going on you know who's pulling because at the end of the day that, no that that was the point mm-hmm. is that yeah they've beaten the remnants of despair they're locked away on the fucking island the world's not getting better even though they've quote unquote won the fight mm-hmm. because people are free to feel however they want to feel and he like and that's that's where i do have beef with uh, the chairman as a character 
because like on the one hand you wanted this one person to have a decision to choose hope over despair but you wanted him like you wanted him to take away the free will from everybody else right. in order to save his free will well let's see that's why I feel like they could have either been tweaked like you could just like you were videotaping everything else you videotaped a remnant of despair winning you let the animated guy create his brainwashed video and do it that way rather than saying oh yeah this whole entire time i wanted him to choose to release the video it's like no don't just let the animated guy you know what we, everything's been recorded still the, the remnants of despair they overcame despair they pushed back the bad guys you're sitting there at the rest of the world because we're already proved that that trick works so just flip it and reverse it i think my choice then would be to get rid of the video aspect because I I like the story a lot more when I forget that the animator exists. Mm. Right. <laughs> That's a fucking thing to say. Um, yeah, when he when his shit just doesn't come into play because I wanted him to be like, yeah, we're the Future Foundation, but in our fight against despair, we've morally bankrupt ourselves. Like we're all fucking battling with depression on a day to day basis because we see how awful the world is and it's not getting any better, even though we did the work. But if any of you can overcome despair, then the rest of us will have reason to hope. Right, and like you just leave it like that. Don't show, don't don't show me the world getting better because realistically, the world doesn't get better. Yeah. Right? But it won't be because of some brainwashing malarkey. But right? there will be the survivors of this last killing game who will be able to continue to do the work because they've once again found their their fucking spine. It's right. Great. So yeah. Just get rid of the video. Just get rid of the video. No, you don't have to get rid of the video. Just give rid of the video if you're gonna make it seem like yeah, it was intent for this guy and this guy alone to make the choice. Like nah 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 nah. I would because if you I, this this is this way you use the remnants of despair as actual pieces to moving the show forward. If you heard that now, that's that cat growling, sleeping, whatever's doing in his sleep. Sorry about that. Uh, Anywho, um, so in terms of battle royale, how do you feel about it? Uh, I mean. The battle royale is really great because you, you for the most part, you get to see character traits of different characters and how they bounce off and interact with each other. Uh, and it really plays into, like, you know, them suspecting each other, them accusing each other, them killing each other. Uh, compared to, like, the other two battle royales that we've seen, that we mentioned earlier. Three. Three? Three. What is that? Oh, uh, a culling game? No. What? Record of Ragnarok. Yeah, we were like three episodes. Yeah, okay, man. That's, that's a tournament. That's that's a that's not even a battle royale. But comparing it to phase zero, comparing phase it, zero is a tournament. Huh? Phase zero, dang tournament. It's a battle for the holy grail. That's a tournament. That's not a tournament. That's a tournament. How is that a tournament? A I tournament appears a bracket. That means that that means no, no, just no, just stop it. No. Mm-hmm. But you know, you have that, and also you have a uh, fuck. What's the other show I just, I just said? Phase zero and uh, Junior Tyson. Come on, Brian, you better than that. So. They're both fighting for like a holy war, holy grail type thing, a thing that can just create a crazy wish. But compared to the those two shows, right, you get the character, the models, and the character interaction, I think it's better out of Danganronpa. Danganronpa. Danganronpa? Danganronpa. Rampa than those two shows are, right? Because with Junior Tyson, sure, their characteristics kind of based off their zodiac signs, which is fine. Give me your eyeball. What? Keep talking. I can't keep talking. You can play my eyeball. Okay. Like, like, their interactions with each other is better in those two, in those, in that show than the other two shows. But in terms of like the the action, I would give the edge to probably Junior Tyson. 
Oh, absolutely. Um, but that that goes without saying because they you know they have actual combat and Donk and Romper. That's not really so the, much gore. That's not really the point. It's kind of the point when we get to the future arc. We do get some hands thrown there, but it's really what you're into. If I say, hey, there's three death battle royales, you're gonna expect hand in all three of them. But it's a different kind of death battle royale in Donk and Romper. Right. Yeah, Don Rampa in terms of that is way more like Future Diary, mm-hmm. which we haven't seen yet. She I mean, I've seen. Foods. Yeah, I've seen all of it. It it's less battle royale, more death game, mm-hmm. and I I guess that's a pretty clear dividing line because Juni Tyson is a fucking free for all. Yeah. The Culling Game is a fucking free for all. <laughs> you have alliances within it, but at the end of the day. Only one person can leave alive. Right, right, right. I, I, I take it. I know the the issue I had with Phase Zero only was they I don't they they want the way to kind of show their characters and show who they are because they're based on like you know figures throughout history. But how they interact with each other could have been done better because I feel like they spent too many times setting up the interaction between the humans, like you know, which is fine, but. Like, gonna, that's not what I'm here for. That's not what I'm here for, right? But, I, no, I can also see why they had no choice but to do that. Because at the end of the day, it's the human humans mm-hmm. who get their wish granted by the yeah, Holy Grail. So, true. Like, why wouldn't we know more about them? Yeah, true. But also, knowing how the show ends, but basically, what human is left alive to make the wish? I thought I thought by the end of Fate Zero, like, the, the Holy Grail was, like, tainted or some shit. It's, yeah, see, that's, that's, that's weird in its own self. Like, the, Did, see, that's why I have beef with Fate Zero. Right. And maybe I would have less beef with Fate Zero if I bothered to watch, watch Fate Stay Night. But it's so hard going from an adult anime world that we're living in with people like grown-ass adults with their motivations and whatnot to half of the contestants in the next Holy Grail, world, Holy Grail War being fucking children. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all in high school. Like, I don't... Like, your, our main character, Emiya, like, he's getting his boner for the first time. Like, I don't care. Like, right. his adopted father was an assassin who watched his entire home island burn to the fucking ground and become zombies. That's much more compelling than, oh, I'm kind of an orphan because of the last Holy Grail War. Um, my dad's dead. But I also am not a magician, sort of, kind of. It's stupid. Yeah. And then you follow Rin Tosica from when she was just five years old in Fate Zero. Mm. And she's just a spoiled high school brat. Like, right. I don't care. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. But last two points and wrap this episode up. Uh, while, while I talk about the first point, can go ahead and pull up our rankings of all of our anime because I feel like Don Caronto is a good enough show for, for, for me to talk about it where it ranks in the shows. Oh. Yes. So while, while Muffin pulls it up, I want to talk about Don Caronto and the good points of it and how the Cullen Gang and JJK could have learned the, from Don Caronto? Yeah. Absurd. The, the Cullen, I know, right? The Cullen Game is ongoing in the manga has not been shown at all in the anime. We got fucking two arcs for you to get to the Cullen Game, right? Uh, but number one, the Cullen Game as I understand... Three arcs. Three arcs? What, you have the flashback, you have Shibuya, Shibuya and then... The UG... Man, nah, nah, that shit was like, man, that shit like two episodes, man. Whatever, bro. No, it's not. It should be no more than How three. is that not where Maki murders her entire... Spoiler. Murders her <laughs> entire clan. Is it a spoiler? Because... Spoiler. No, it's not a spoiler. We don't know anybody who she murdered. You know what I'm saying? Type thing. It's like, spoiler, Itachi killed his whole clan. Who's in his clan? Uh, Fugaku? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> whatever, exactly whatever like that. I think Maki does it better. 
You're wrong, but okay. I'm not wrong. Okay, that's great. Maki does it way better than Itachi does. Stop it. When I hit a debate. You want to know why? Because Maki does it alone. We're not here to debate that. But anyway, uh, we'll talk about our female villains next week for International Women's Day. She's not a villain. I'm not going to get to talk about no it. One, no one says she's a villain. Hey. International Women's Day was four days ago. Women's Month. We get, <laughs> we get the whole month. I understand the day was Wednesday, last Wednesday, or whatever, but you get the whole month, right? But anyway, um, yeah. So, number one. I understand the Juni, excuse me, yeah, Juni Tyson, no, JJK, Jujutsu Kaisen, and their calling game it is a collection of the stronger sorcerers, basically to, just like what it says, to call up the numbers, whoever's the strongest, strongest will survive and move on is all for ghetto slime. Now, it's been a long time since I've read the beginning of the calling game mm -hmm. and went through all those fucking rules. Mm -hmm. And I finally heard, like, uh, someone else say my thought out loud, and that validated it for me, that the culling game is just as complex as any bullshit. Because, like, we've been talking about it. It's all the bullshit in fucking Hunter Hunter. And I'm just like, I'm so... And this, this is said by a dude who's a big Hunter Hunter weave, and I'm just like, for you to say that, and for you to acknowledge that Hunter Hunter is fucking convoluted, validates me so much. Right, right, right. But <laughs> what I said, they can learn. And it's not even a learning thing, because it, it, it's different. Like, I would really appreciate a better interaction between the people we just met and, like, our heroes of the JJK. But I feel like it's not going to happen because it's not important. Because, like, what the feel like what they're going with is they're going with the Rod of Demon Slayer in this sense of, like, hey, here's a, a quote-unquote bad guy to a good guy. You fight him. You defeat him. You, you get a quick flashback of his backstory and why he's in there and what he's done. Like, that's cool and all. But I, I just feel like, honestly, and I started reading the Cullen game like, like a month or so ago, so I'm like maybe a good amount of chapters behind. But I would have liked because the Cullen game is like a bigger picture thing. The game almost like kind of like doesn't matter. It's almost like the Grand, the grand Magic games and Fairy Tale. The fights were cool, but none of that shit matters because what they're trying to do is unlock the fucking big door and have all the dragons come out, right? Which upsets me. Right. It, it because there was a very clear goal for them was to restore... Um, their guild. Right. The, the, the guild is fairy tale, right? Yes. To restore fairy tale to being like one of the top yeah. guilds in the nation. I didn't need more than that. Why the fuck did we deviate to the Dragon King Festival? I didn't like that. I bullshit. don't know, but like knowing that the culling game is just a way for us to give us action while they fight Ghetto and find out how to defeat him is kind of kind of upsetting to me because I feel like this is a good opportunity to show that hey, the JJK sorcerers outside of the school. You know, their motivations, their reason for doing this, you know what I'm saying? It's not just because, hey, we're trying to stop Sukuna from coming back. Like, it, it, it just can't be school-centered reasoning, right? Because there's other sorcerers out there. This could have been a good time for them to interact with each other, maybe get, gain some friendship, gain some kinship, and then they could take out Ghetto. But I know basically none of that's going to happen. None of that really matters, right? Yeah. You're just going to get kind of one-off fights. If you join us, cool. If you don't join us, whatever, right? That's number one. I feel like they can learn. Number two, really... I guess what it comes down to, like, stop over-explaining your powers, man. Just, just give me hands. I can kill how the power works. Because, like, just like every anime, you're going to end up breaking your rules, right? Like, oh, you know, he can only attack me if he's his fire type with his left hand. Oh, no. <laughs> fire type with his right hand. Like, no, like, I, I don't care. Like, don't, there's going to be any rules. That's what a hunter-hunter comparison comes in. Just stop. Just give me hands. Just give me what I want to see. Especially since... Like, I guess it's kind of my own fault. Like, I read JJK, just kind of read through it. I'm, like, caught up now or, you know, almost caught up type thing. So, it's like, I can't see the bigger picture. Maybe all this explaining comes back to me more since later on. I doubt it. But I look at something like One Punch Man, which I have read and pretty much caught up to because I'm not reading the light novels. 
their hands aren't explained. We just get hand for hands, right? If you want to, maybe a two-page panel, like, okay, this is my power. This is what's happening. Cool. But outside of that, nobody cares, right? And that's pretty much what I want to see in a calling game. I feel like we're not going to get it, but Duncan Roper showed me that, hey, when it comes down to an ensemble cast and them killing each other, there's more than just, just hands and nonsensical bloodshed, right? You got to have a... Uh, a psychology to what you're doing with the interaction, right? Kind of like wrestling. I always say wrestling, right? Uh, a good tournament in wrestling, a good Royal Roman in wrestling, how characters interact with each other to move the story forward, right? Uh, Muffin, I'm assuming you have the list ready for us. I do. All right, cool. So, how many manga slash excuse me? How many anime do we have on this list? Thirty. Thirty. Okay. That number feels low. It does feel low. It does feel low. You yeah. know why? why? We do not have Kaguya-sama on. Here. We have a lot. There's a lot of stuff we don't have on there. If you want to add Kaguya-sama to this particular segment, you can if you want to. It just feels like it needs to go in the rank. We haven't touched the ranking since November. We have not touched the ranking since November. So what else have we watched since then? Uh, hold on, I'm pulling up the almanac because I know I update that pretty, pretty regularly. Erased? Do you want to see? We don't include shows that we didn't watch together. No, we don't. Blue Lock, we didn't include Blue Lock, not down on the Blue list. Lock needs to be on this list. Blue Lock doesn't even this list. But hey, what time better to do it than now? Pulling up the almanac as we speak. Do you feel like we haven't finished this season of My Hero Academia yet, but it's sitting at number nine right now. Do you feel like it needs to move up or down? What is above My Hero Academia? One Punch Man, Black no. Clover, no. Bleach, no. Naruto Shippuden, JJK. No. No. Alright. <laughs> the problem with My Hero Academia, it is definitely on a good the, a good role, a good, a good, good situation, right? But what's above you said, One Punch Man. Mm-hmm. I would have to put it above One Punch Man only because if I want to go anime only, right? If I'm going anime only. It's no, pro- no, no, but if, we have. I, I, if it was anime only, Fire Force wouldn't be this high. I, I know. I'm, I'm saying no, but that's the only way it would pass up One Punch Man and go yeah. anime only, right? But I'm going manga and anime since I know what happens. Yeah, One Punch Man is definitely better than My Hero Academia, and it's a shame considering it's a, it's a satire, funny. Show, but you know, it does things correctly. All right, uh, let's see. Love is War is a show that we talked about, needs to be on this list. Uh, you didn't watch Classroom Elite, which is very disappointing. I'm sorry, I disappointed you. Uh, Blue Lock needs to be on this list. Uh, Chainsaw Man on the list? Chainsaw Man is not on this list. What about Bungo Stray Dogs? Bungo Stray Dogs is on the what list. What about Villain Saga? Does Villain Saga count? Cause... I mean, I didn't watch that shit. Okay. See, see, see. I ain't never gonna watch that okay, shit. Okay, well, for, 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 for me, you gotta put it on the list, but for me, Villain Saga will be talked about. <laughs> uh, zero Tea Time, you didn't watch that. That's a slice of life. That's my thing. Uh, Magic Character 1412, you didn't watch that. That's a slice of life, my thing. Uh, uh, shit, that's pretty much it. We like I say, we watch a lot of stuff, but either not together or just yeah. Okay, Dongan Rumpa. Is it thirty anime on the list? Is it top twenty? Like, let's start that. Uh, so do you think Dongan Rumpa is better or worse than Junie Tyson? Ah, that's a good place to start. I would say better, because while Junie Tyson did a very great job, number episodes were given. Usually when I say it, hey, well, pound for pound is better, but they had maybe, what, three times as many episodes as Man, this is so fucked up. Okay. Yeah, it, I'm listening. Yeah, three times as many episodes, but it didn't dip anywhere, in my opinion, right? And if it did dip, it dipped maybe like one or two or three times, but the ratio to the Junior Titans episodes, so yeah, it's better than Junior Titans. Okay. Is it better than Psychopath? Yes. 
But that's only because Donald Trump is better than Psychopaths? Yes, but it's only because I haven't seen or chose not to watch anything past season one of Psychopaths. If I do or read it, I, I may change my opinion, right? Because I, I do like the concept of Psychopaths very much, so. Mm. All right. Is it better than Fate Zero? Fate? Oh, yeah. Be- Wait, Fate Zero is about Psychopaths? Mm-hmm. Shit, I'm uh, hold on now. Like, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Psychopaths is not 29. Damn, poor psychopaths are crazy, though, man. What, what are we doing? I don't know. What are we doing, man? We were young. We're like a year. We were like a year, a year younger. Or however. Why young. is psychopaths this low? Shit. I don't All know. right. First, first things first. Let's move. Let's figure out where the fuck psychopaths needs to be. All right. Fine. 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 Is psychopaths better than Death Note? Yeah. No, it's not. It's not. I'm, look, psycho. It's you know what? Fuck it. I'm about to watch psycho. My next show is Psychopaths season two. <laughs> Because I need to it's in my head. At least rewatch season one, too. I know. Season one's pretty good in my head. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's but, just, not, but not better than Death Note. I've seen all of Death Note, so I, I can't say it right now. I, it, okay, is it better or worse than Overlord? It's better than Overlord. Overlord's all over the fucking place. All right, so I'm putting it at 24, then. Because you said it's not better than Death Note. Yeah. But Psychopaths is better than Misfit of Demon King Academy. It, yeah, we ain't stopped watching that yet, have we? No, we haven't yet. But it is. As of right now, yes. Psychopaths is better? Yes. Then Death Note needs to be higher. All right. Because we have Psychopaths at 24, Death Note at 23, 22, Misfit of Demon King Academy. Okay. You're fine with that? No. I like Death Note to be above Misfit, and but still needs to be above Psychopaths. So Psychopaths to be above Misfit as well. All right. So is Death Note better than Misfit of Demon King Academy? Yeah. Is Dr. Stone, is it better than Dr. Stone? What? Death Note? Yeah. Yes. Is Doc, is it better than Akadama Drive? What? Death Note. Yes. Death Note versus Fairy Tail. Death Note. Death Note versus Bungo Stray Dogs. Death Note. Death Note versus Naruto. Naruto. Okay. Alright, let's go. Alright, alright. Psychopaths is better than Misfit of Demon King Academy. Yes. Better or worse than Dr. Stone? What are we talking about? Psychopaths versus Dr. Stone. Dr. Stone. Really? I've seen more. And it, it just, no, you haven't. I've seen more Dr. Stone than Psychopaths. Yes, I have. No, you haven't. It was 24 season? You've seen the same amount then. How? I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Fine. Okay. What were we talking about? Where's Kage-sama? Okay. Where, where are we putting it? We started a star, star, what's star off at a... Is Kage-sama lovers who are better than Psychopaths? Yes. Is it is Kage-sama better than Dr. Stone? Yes. Is it better than Akadama Drive? Yes. Is it better than Fairy Tale? Yes. Is it better than Bungo Stray Dogs? Yes. Is it better than Death Note? Yeah. Is it better than Naruto? Or OG or we, we OG Naruto. We split it up. Oh yeah, it's better OG Naruto. Is Kage-sama better than Hunter Hunter? Oh absolutely. <laughs> is Kage-sama better than Tokyo Ghoul? Is Kaguya-sama better than Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. Is Kaguya-sama better than Assassination Classroom? It's been a while since I watched Assassination Classroom. I'm gonna go with yeah. Is Kaguya-sama better than Mob Psycho? <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Is Kaguya-sama better than that time I got reincarnated as a slime? No. No. You're wrong. <laughs> I'm overruling you. Okay, putting fine. it in between Fire Force and that time I got reincarnated. All right, fire. fine, fine. What does that put it at? That puts it at number 12. Woo! Respect. 
that it's just so good. What's so good? Mm. What were we trying to like before oh. we got distracted? The Hunger Mampa. Okay. It, and, and Blue Lock for that matter. Okay, is Blue Lock better than Death Note? No. Is Blue Lock better than Bungo Straight Off? Yes. Alright. That puts it at number 20. Chainsaw Man. It's not on the list at all. Dang, okay. Not on the list at all. all right. Is Chainsaw Man better than Blue Lock? Manga and anime, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is Chainsaw Man better than Naruto? Yeah. Is Chainsaw Man better than Hunter x Hunter? Why is Hunter x Hunter so high? That's a very good question. <laughs> uh, as much as we shit on it, why is it so high? <laughs> Chainsaw Man. The answer is yes. Yeah. Is Chainsaw Man better than Tokyo Ghoul? Yeah. Yeah. Chainsaw Man better than Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. Is Chainsaw Man better than Mob Psycho? Oh, <laughs> is Chainsaw Man better than Kaguya-sama? No. No. You're wrong. <laughs> it's better than Fire Force. <laughs> Fire Force, nah, man. Chainsaw Man is better than Fire Force. Is it though? No, you disagree? Is it though? <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Fire... I'm going to put it in between Fire Force and Kaguya-sama yeah, on this war. You do that. <laughs> we need to rethink this. Possibly. Alright, what, what else am I doing? You did, lo- you did Don Garoppa? Okay, did, is... Oh, we're not doing Villain Saga. No. no. Okay, Don Garoppa, that's it. Is Don Garoppa better than Psycho Pass? Yes. Is Don, Don Garoppa better than Fairy Tale? Yes. Is it better than Bungo Stray Dogs? Yes. Is Don Garoppa better than Death Note? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, no. Okay. Is Don Garoppa better than Hunter x Hunter? Hunter Hunter is so killer. <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I'm a. What's the next after Hunter Hunter? Tokyo Ghoul. Uh, is Don Romper better than OG Naruto? Yeah. Okay, so is Don Romper better than Tokyo Ghoul? Yeah. I say no. You say no? I say no. Oh, you've read the manga too, have you? No. Oh, what? Don, Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah. Oh. I was reading it. I just thought you know what? Fine. It's not better than Tokyo Ghoul. All right. I, I want to put it below Hunter Hunter too, but I, I'm gonna take what I can get. Now I'm gonna run. Is that all we had to adjust? Uh, a second year on this list. It is. It's at number thirty-four above Promise Neverland. What the fuck? What else? Is that the only thing is above. Yeah. What? What's the bottom second year? Junie Tyson. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and Seven Deadly Sins. Which needs to be changed. Where, where's the Dr. Conan at? That's right, we didn't rank it. It's not on here. Nah, well, that's what, your show. Well, what it be? Same reason why Sailor Moon isn't on here, because that's my show. And One Piece, for that matter. Uh, one Piece was never going to be on here. Mm, dang. Yeah, that's, yeah, it looks like that's it. That, that, that's it. All, all right, then. I've been Muffin. Oh, okay. I've been Brian. And this has been the Blur Buffet Podcast. Give us a follow on Twitter at Blur Buffet or at So Very Unrelated. Um, bye.